Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Duff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to week three of my voice still not being where I want it to be. If you listened to last week's episode with my brother, Kevin, it was totally gone. Um, two weeks ago, it kind of sounded like this. If you're catching up, you'll uh, you'll figure it out. But uh, I'm getting there, feeling pretty good, just still congested. Can't quite get over the hump on uh, on getting it all the way back, but but we'll deal with it. So So no worries. So glad that you could join me again this week. I'm taping on Memorial Day weekend, and that's when this will launch on Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. And I want to say a happy Memorial Day to all the men and women out there who have served. And, and I have two directly in my family. My dad was in the Navy and my brother, Kevin, who you heard last week, or I hope you've heard last week on the episode, was in the Army. He did two tours in Iraq and Baghdad, um, uh, nearly 30 months there at the beginning of the Iraq war. So Memorial Day means a great deal uh, in, in my house to my dad, to me, my dad, my brother. Uh, I've got a lot of, uh, of uncles who served as well. So if you're one that served, just know that uh, we really appreciate it and, and thank you for your service and, and thank you. We remember you on this Memorial Day. So when I was thinking about a topic this week, I, I just thought about the fact that I've got a lot of things happening in my personal life right now. And I'm not going to go into anything like specifically right now, like today, but I can just tell you like the highs are super duper high. And the lows are like kind of like super duper low, like they're kind of on both sides of the fence. And, you know, the fact of the matter is I'm a worrier by trade. Are you are you are you someone that that worries? Um, I I still worry now. It, It just comes naturally to me. I wish that it didn't, but it does. It comes natural. And so I'm a worrier. But earlier when I was a younger guy, I also kind of lacked confidence. And so when you're a worrier and you lack confidence, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, what happens to you in that moment in time can be like the most difficult thing that you've ever faced. And I thought that, that Kevin, my brother talked about last week. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, stop this episode now, go back and listen to that one. Um, and then come back here. But, you know, he talked about how like you worry about things, but it, but it didn't happen. But but it didn't. You're worrying, but it didn't happen. But there are times where things do happen. And, and I just thought about how like what I'm going through now. But then you realize like whatever stage you're at in life, that's what you're dealing with then. And that's what you have to, to face in that moment. And, and that brought back a memory that I had not thought about in a really long time, but I think makes for an interesting story for a struggle and, and the lessons that I learned back then, I certainly still take today. So when I was in high school, I I lacked a bit of confidence, right? With the, with the ladies, I was not, uh, I was not a ladies man. Um, I had a lot of friends and, uh, I was lucky to be semi-popular though my friends can fact check me on that but you know I was in sports and in show choir and a lot of different things and and in musicals and I did a lot of stuff but I didn't have a lot of confidence but 
my sophomore year, I did not have a homecoming date and I decided to ask a senior. So not probably the greatest choice for a guy who lacked confidence, um, but I asked a senior to go with me and we were in show choir together. I knew her. We were friends. It wasn't like it was some big date, but I knew she didn't have a date yet. And so I asked her to go and she said yes. And I was so excited to go. I mean, like it was, you know, I was proud of myself because I was awkward and, and she was really cute and she was, you know, funny to be around. And I was super excited. And I grew up, we didn't, I did not grow up poor. Let me be clear about that. I did not grow up poor. At the same time, we didn't have a lot of money. So we never were hungry always had what we needed. Mom and dad always gave us a great Christmas, made things special on Christmas and that sort of thing. But there wasn't a lot of extra money to go around. But my mom and dad did a great job of getting us things kind of occasionally through the year or saving up for something that maybe was trendy or that we wanted or that we needed. And when I was a sophomore, I got this beautiful brown leather jacket. And back in the early 90s, like leather jackets were like super cool and they were like really in style. And this this jacket was gorgeous. I just loved it. And so I get this homecoming date. I'm going to go out on this date and I've got this jacket and I go and I have, you know, I have a pair of khaki pants and a shirt. I think I probably even went out and bought a tie. And I'm like super excited to go out here. I have I have broken through. I'm worried about not having a date. I don't have a lot of confidence. But the next thing you know, here I am now. I've got a date. I've got a jacket. I'm going out there and I'm going to go do it. And everything was great leading up. Now, now here's a problem, right? I can't drive. I'm a sophomore. It's in the fall. My birthday's in February. So I'm four, four or five months away from having my driver's license. And so I asked this senior who has her own car and can drive, will you go to homecoming and will you drive us? <laughs> well, it bold, right? But, but she did. And so everything goes great leading up. And then the date itself, the night that we went, it did not go well. And unbeknownst to me, here's what happened. She had gotten a boyfriend from a guy. I'm from a small farming community in Northwest Ohio, Kenton, Ohio. And she had got a boyfriend from one of the neighboring towns. One of my, actually the same age as me, he was a sophomore also. It was a rival sports wise, um, cause we competed a lot. This became her boyfriend and I didn't know that. And so now we go out to eat. I pay for dinner. I save my money. I pay for dinner. We come back. I tell her I'm going to leave my my leather jacket, I'm going to leave it in your car because, oh my gosh, I didn't want anything to happen to my beautiful leather jacket. And we go into the dance and she immediately leaves me in the dance talking to her friends. And then halfway through the dance, she's gone. She leaves completely. And I ask around and I'm like, oh no, 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 she, she left. And so now not only did I get left at the dance, but my beautiful new cool leather jacket left the dance with her and I was devastated. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my mom and dad are going to be, am I, you know, going to be so upset. They got me the jacket. I didn't take care of it. So I had to call my parents from the dance 
and say, can you please come pick me up afterwards because I don't have a ride home. And so they did that. And so I had a basketball hoop in my driveway um, and it was a cool fall evening, Saturday night, homecoming, you know, football season in Ohio. I remember it being, you know, pretty cold outside and I went outside and I just started shooting baskets by myself in the driveway and I was, was devastated. And the interesting thing now is that as I, as I recount this story to you, I don't know how you're receiving it. Can you think of a story from your childhood that you faced the same thing? Or if you're in high school now, or you're listening to my story and you're like, oh my gosh, if that was the only problem I had today, everybody can think of a story that fits kind of this narrative that kind of fits this narrative in some way, shape or form. And so I'm out there shooting baskets and my dad actually came outside and he came out to talk to me and, uh, and I was just like, dad, I'm sorry. I lost the jacket. Like I'm, I'll try and get it back. And, and I was so bummed out that, that, you know, she had left me there and had done that and, and been that way. And my, my dad just said, it's going to be okay. You know, we'll get the jacket back. You'll get the jacket back. It's not that big of a deal. You know, this is, this too shall pass. But you know, it's so interesting in that very moment, there really wasn't anything that he could tell me that was going to convince me that it was going to be okay. In my 15 years of life, I had never faced anything like that yet. Now, I hope you're smiling to you. I hope, I hope you're smiling to yourself right now a little bit and thinking like, oh my gosh, what a, what a great innocent story like the innocence of that. But I think what's not lost on me though, is though that that wasn't innocence then it wasn't, it, it wasn't like in that moment in time, I had faced anything over and above that. And I think that we do quite frankly, I think we do a disservice sometime, sometimes to young people when we say, Oh, just, you know, you, you have, you have no idea. You don't know what the pressure's like to, to work or to do this or to do that. Like, that's just not fair to, to, to anybody. If you haven't faced where you are in that moment in time, then, and then how do you have any point of reference? That is the worst thing that you have faced potentially in that moment. Or maybe just because you faced something bad in the past doesn't mean that it's not hard again. Kevin, my brother talked about that last week, right? In the episode, right? You know, the worst thing that's happening to you is, happening to you right now. And that was the case for me in that moment in time. And so the struggle that I, you know, the, that I learned and what I happened to find out there is that you only have the experience that you have. And if you as a loved one or talking into an employee or so, or anybody, if you're trying to impart wisdom to them, if you're trying to say like, it's just going to, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. Don't, don't, it's going to, you know, don't do this and don't do that. Like I would argue folks, that's, that's not great advice. That's not great advice because it doesn't feel like that's a true statement to them right then and there. It just doesn't. I think the better thing to say to someone is I'm sorry. Sounds like you're going through a lot of pain. Sounds like it's really difficult. Sounds like 
you're having a really hard time. I think if you can share those type things with those types of things with someone when they're having a hard time, I think you'll be able to help a loved one in a way that you can't even imagine how much it can be helpful. And I'll tell you, what did I learn? What were the struggles that I learned from as I was thinking about this week and wanting to tell this story and, and, and grab a couple of, of, of strengths to share this week is that number one, sometimes someone takes your leather jacket. It happens. It was a big deal for me back then to step out of my comfort zone, ask someone that was two years older than me, which in high school is a lifetime to go to a dance when I wasn't very comfortable about doing it and had a new prized possession that I was taking there and none of it worked out the way that I wanted to. You know what? I got the jacket back. I got that jacket back two or three days later. And by the way, she would, she didn't get it back to me quickly. It wasn't a worry of hers, but you know what? That jacket remained a prized possession for me because I knew my mom and dad had given me something really nice. I liked it. I liked the way that it looked. And I didn't let that moment, I didn't let one of the very first experiences I had with my beloved leather jacket taint the jacket. And so, yeah, sometimes it gets taken, but don't let someone steal your joy when they do. And then the second time is that the second lesson learned is that you have the ability to surprise yourself too. I didn't think that I could ask a senior out like that, but I did. It didn't work out the way that I wanted, but I surprised myself and I made it happen. And I would ask you to be willing to do that for yourself too. Don't underestimate your own ability. Don't underestimate what you can do. If you want it, I can never, I will never, ever, ever be able to guarantee you that something will go well. There are no guarantees in life. It may go well for a really long time. And at the end, it may crumble. It may be destroyed, but it doesn't mean that the ride wasn't worth it. There are a lot of things I can think about in my life that didn't end up in the end the way that I wanted them to but I wouldn't do anything differently because I wouldn't change the ride. And so don't be afraid to surprise yourself like I did and being willing to ask, even if you're a warrior, even if you don't have confidence. It's taking these shots that are one of the most or some of the most important things that I think you can do. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for the support of this podcast. I, I have gotten so much feedback from family and from friends and from strangers. Um, the, the episode last week has been our third fastest growing episode since the podcast launched. And so if you haven't had a chance yet, listen to that. If you like what we're doing, please forward it on. Please send it to somebody else. You know, there are a lot of podcasts out there. There are a lot of people that are listening to things and it's difficult to find sometimes. And, and one of the best ways for someone to discover something is that if you share it. So if you like what we're doing around here, please pass it on and, uh, and pass it forward. And if you have any ideas, 
reach out to us via email or on Twitter. The descriptions are in the bottom of the description of the show. Um, we'd love, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love a review. I'd love for you to rate it. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, be well.